Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. Let's take a look at the future of America. Many changes have taken place in the past dozen years and are continuing to take place. Changes that point to a brighter, more prosperous way of life for all of us. America is growing every day. There are 70% more children under five years of age than in 1940. More automobiles than ever before. 72% more vehicles on the highways than in 1940. And new industrial developments have been creating a continuous need for plants, equipment, and materials. This multiple expansion and the miracles of physical and chemical research have resulted in sharply increased needs in many fields. A need for homes and highways, schools and hospitals, new equipment, new factories, yes, even new cities. What does all this mean to you as an American? It means greater opportunity, more work, greater security than our country has ever known. To learn more about the opportunities tomorrow holds, write Box 1776 Grand Central Station, New York, for the free booklet, The Future of America. The McGee's are downtown. That's all. I don't know any more about it than you do. I'm going into the Chapeau Chateau, McGee. Would you care to come along and criticize the hats I'll be trying on? I better not. Them sales girls get kind of sore at my hilarious cracks. I'll kill some time when to shop. I know what I'll do. I'll go find myself a cop. What on earth for? I think I'll take you out for a good time tonight. You don't need a police permit for that. No, but I do need a couple of tickets for the police show. They're staging a big thrill circus out at Flugel Field. Ought to be lots of... Hey, there's a blue coat across the street. I'll just run across and buy a pair of... Don't go that way, McGee. You're crossing in the middle of the block. What'd you say, Molly? Come on over. I can't hear you. Oh, dear. It's too late now. Never mind. Don't come back. So much noise crossing the street, I couldn't hear a word you were saying. What is it, Molly? I was just trying to say... Hey, the cop's walking away. Come on along with me. You can tell me as soon as I got the tickets. Hey, officer. McGee, that's just what I was trying to tell you. You're not supposed to cross in the middle of the block. It's too late now. We're almost across. You see? Hey, officer. Hey, officer, wait a second. I'm waiting, mister. Uh, we'd like to buy a couple seats for the police show tonight. How much are they? Uh, they're a dollar in the stands and two in the reserve sections. Uh, give me two in the stands, bud. Here you are, two bucks. What time does it start, officer? 8 p.m. Here are your tickets. Thanks. Now, if you'll give me your names and addresses. Mr. and Mrs. Fibber McGee, 79 Wistful Vista. McGee, 79 Wistful Vista. That's it. Okay, here are a couple of more tickets for you, too. Oh, thanks, bud. What are these? Must be a drawing or a lottery or something, McGee. Uh, unfortunately, no. These are citations for you, two to appear in traffic court tomorrow for jaywalking across the street just now. Jaywalking? I warned you, dearie. Well, of all the ungrateful talk about biting the hand that's feeding you unthankful short memory ingrates I ever seen, why, the only reason I dashed over here was to buy two seats to your stupid little amateur cornball police benefit. Uh, sorry, I can't help what you broke the law for. You broke it, that's all, and the law's the law. Well, how do you like that? Of all the dirty rotten. Here, 
Here's your tickets back to your little penny Annie minstrel show. Oh, it's not a minstrel show. It's a big-time thrill show. Why? They're going to crash two cars head-on. Man dives into a barrel of gasoline from 100 feet. All kinds of spills and chills. I wouldn't go now if they had two wild horses, each chained to one of your heads. Give me my money back. Oh, I can't do that. The show tickets have already been torn out of the book. I can't take them back. Then, for heaven's sakes, take back the jaywalking tickets. I can't do that either. Oh, am I burned. You're going to hear more about this, Buster. What's your name? It's here on the bottom of the citation. Oh, yes, Costello. You'll hear about this, bud. Come on, Molly, let's go. Right, and the next time we... No, McGee, not that. Now, what's the matter? Don't cross in the middle of the block again. This big Lugan is just itching to give us another pair of tickets. I'm sorry, force of habit. All right, we'll go to the corner this time. But I'll get even with him and the whole dead-ratted police department for this. The law's the law, he says. Huh. I'll bet I can dig up so much law the Statue of Justice won't be blindfolded. She'll be Popeye'd. Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. It's an amazing sensation. The music sounds as if the musicians are actually in your living room. Yes, that's the superb realism you get with RCA Victor's new orthophonic high-fidelity Victrola phonographs. Remember these four words. New orthophonic high-fidelity. They're important. They mean a wonderful new kind of sound reproduction with extra power, extra clarity, extra sensitivity, and extra wide range. Now all this can be yours in a stunning console, finished in mahogany for as little as one ninety nine ninety five. That's little enough, but lower still is the price of the smart compact table model. That can be yours for as little as one thirty nine ninety five. To get all the facts, visit your RCA Victor dealer. Ask him to demonstrate the new orthophonic high-fidelity Victrola phonographs. After one demonstration, you'll never be satisfied with less. Remember, the world's best names for quality. RCA and RCA Victor. My, we were lucky to find a place to park this close to the entrance. Yeah. Well, come on. McGee, what are you doing taking that big, heavy book into Flugel Field with you? Are you going to read all through the police benefit? It's a thrill show, you know. Yeah, I know, I know. Am I going to get a thrill showing this book to the police for their benefit? Yes, but what's it all about? You spend hours down at the library, and I don't know what Ah, you're doing. Ah, you just wait, Tootsie. Now let's get in and find a couple of seats. Come on, Molly. It's all over except the grand finale. Come on, old-timer. I still don't understand why you're dragging us down here to the dressing rooms. No, Connie. Now, what you need me for? It's all going to be explained pronto, old-timer. This looks like the front office. Come on in. I hope it's all right. Uh, can I do something for you folks? Not for me, officer. Who's the high mucky-muck in charge of this show, officer? Well, that'd be Inspector Glover. He's busy right now. What's it about? Just trot him out here, bud. You'll see. Glover's going to be a lot busier in about two minutes. McGee, don't this. Somebody want me. I, I want you. You, Glover, the police officer in charge of this shindig? That's right. What can I do for you? You see this book? Here. Take a peek at the title. You may have seen it before. Ah. Complete ordinances, City of Wistful Vista, 1954. Now, look, bud. I've been sitting up there in the stands with this book, watching this alleged show of yours... 
And I found this place is a hotbed of law violations. Jimmy, what are you talking about? You guys ought to be ashamed of yourselves. Sworn to uphold the city laws and a worse pack of violators I never set my eyes on. I don't know what you're driving at, mister, but... I'll tell you what I'm driving at, but... I want a bunch of people arrested and locked up right now. Tonight. Including you. What? McGee. I gotta go now, Johnny. Way past for bedtime. It's been fun, but it ain't anymore, so... You gonna... stay right here, old-timer. I brought you for a witness. No. Now, let's not get silly, mister. If you're looking for trouble... Oh, but... silly, eh? This show of yours busted every city ordinance for 14 pages. And you think it's silly, huh? Let me tell you, the newspapers won't think it's silly, Glover. I got the Gazette behind me on this thing. What? Uh, the Gazette? Let him off with a warning, Johnny, and let's go home. First of all, Inspector, where's your permit to hold this show in the first place? The permit? Why, I don't know. Uh, somebody must have taken care of it. It wasn't displayed at the main entrance. The way subsection D3 of paragraph 12 of ordinance 5224 old series says you got to do. Slauson, didn't you get that permit? Oh, who, me, Inspector? Well, I thought you were taking care of it. Aha, uh-huh, I was right. Oh, I will take care It's too late. You're subject to a fine up to $1,000 and jail for no more than a year. Old-timer, you witnessed the so-called death dive of Professor Hugo Swan out there, didn't you? You mean the feller who climbed the hundred-foot ladder and leapt into the barrel of water with a burning gasoline around the edges? What's wrong? Didn't he have his diver's license on him? Don't need no license to dive. But when he lighted that gasoline, where was the fireman? What fireman? This is a policeman show. Look in the book. Ordinance 4788, Section 8, Paragraph 2, in the new series. Says... A member of the fire department must be present when an open flame is lit where people gather for public entertainment. You'll get another six months for that, Glover. You know, dearie, I'm beginning to enjoy this. Well, that was just an oversight, of course. We've been pretty busy. Don't interrupt, Glover. I'm just getting started. How about that comic act where the 13 clowns all got out of the same bed? Well, what was wrong with... Were the sheets on that bed seven feet long? Law says bed sheets in a hotel, inn, or public gathering place must be at least seven feet long. Not to mention 13 people sleeping in one bed, violating the health laws. And very superstitious, too. Not very funny, either. And that spectacular crash of two cars. Boy, have I got you there. Do you realize them cars were drove without any license plates and had only one headlight between them? And where were their brake inspection certificates? Anything else. Yes, sir. According to the vehicle code, section J9, in any accident where there is serious damage, a statement must be taken by the police from each witness to said accident. Glover... 3,000 people saw that pileup. I want a written statement from each and every one of them on file at police headquarters no later than 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. What? Oh, no, McGee. Don't forget the wisp of Vista Gazette is in back of me on this. The law is the law. By George, we're going to enforce it to the letter of it. Yes, that's exactly what Officer Costello said this afternoon when we crossed the street to buy police show tickets and he gave us tickets for jaywalking. Uh, well, I, I'm beginning to see it now. Uh, wait just a moment. Did that numbskull Costello do something so ill-advised, so ungracious... And disgratitudinous, too. Well, you just leave him to me, Mr. McGee. Have you those citations with you? Oh, we'll hand them here. Thank you. Now, just forget them. Dismiss them from your mind. Uh, forget everything, eh? Shall we? What say, folks? Well... Oh, go ahead, McGee. Forget and forgive. Mm-hmm. Okay, Glover. I'll do the big thing. Come on, Molly. Come on, old-timer. Let's get going. I'm ready. So long, Inspector. I'm coming. McGee, what's your hurry? Shh, wait till we're outside. 
Now, what's the big rush? It just came to me why we were able to find a parking place right in front. We're parked alongside a fire plug. Come on, let's get out of here. Bibber and Molly will be right back. If you're going to be out for a Saturday spin in the family car this weekend, there's a program designed just for you. Have you heard about it yet? It's called Roadshow, and it features Bill Cullen as host with the kind of music you like, plenty of highway and weather reports for your vicinity, wherever you happen to be, and lots of that light Cullen humor. It's a pleasant way to spend Saturday, whether you're at home or in your car. Try Roadshow. Another highlight of your weekend listening is the big preview, where you get a chance to hear the latest records premiered. All your favorite bands and vocalists on the big preview. Also in your Saturday lineup is the nationwide favorite for many years, Grand Old Opry. Tap your feet and swing that gal and join the fun on Grand Old Opry. And leaving Saturday behind for a moment, here's a word about the Sunday lineup. Dave Garraway is waiting for you Sunday evening with another big two-hour program of music, news, and interviews. Top off your weekend by spending Sunday with Garraway. Boy, I sure showed them guys, didn't I? Oh, you sure did, McGee. I think it was that crack about having the newspaper behind you that scared them. Oh, that's what it is. No wonder this car seat feels so uncomfortable. Forgot all about the dead red thing. Forgot about what? Having the newspaper behind me. Take that folded up gazette out of my hip pocket, will you? <laughs> Gladly. Thanks. Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> NBC has brought you the Fibber, McGee, and Molly program transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer, Tyler McVeigh as Slauson, Bill Conrad as the inspector, and Jack Moyles as Costello. This is John Wald wishing you all a safe and happy weekend. See you Monday on Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Hear the issue of the day discussed on Heart of the News tonight on the NBC Radio Network.